an epic cattle battle, we go shoot side, and so much more. Crew, you know the next part. Let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm your host. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Tigger Earhart. A big thanks goes out to our partners, Pharmatan, I'm a Gene Ingredients, the American Gelby Association, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFDTV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, was just telling telling me while I'm doing the introduction about what she's going to dress up for for Halloween. I find this interesting, <laughs> Beck, and I joked about producer because you've had the uh, and this is why I say the Halloween costume because you've said I need to change this up that it's not just Tigger anymore it's Tigger well, and yes, Beck it's yes. it's our show so you said in in light of this to be able to get your point across for Halloween because you've got big hair as we see on, <laughs> fa- on social media you're gonna paint tell no, them what you're no, gonna do for those that have never seen me and don't know what I look they just love my voice that's joining yours. Yes, I have a lot like of me. hair. <laughs> I make up for Tigger's lack so of. So what are you going to do? What? <laughs> oh, I just made him quiet. I am going to say, tell him, <laughs> tell him what. You, I've got decent hair for. I mean, it. Anyhow, what are you going to be dressed up for Halloween? You said. I'm going simple. I'm going to be Braveheart. I'm going to let this mane be natural. I think that uh, <laughs> I've never. I don't think I've ever seen anybody dress up for Braveheart. I don't think so either. So uh, my I, favorite holiday coming up the it Halloween. is it is and this year if holiday. i'm right i mean i think halloween's on a sunday so i bet you know saturday oh night there's gonna be some good parties everybody, and then sunday we get to crazy. go grab candy from everyone everybody <laughs> okay everybody's gonna be going crazy on halloween well, and that and is you? also our anniversary well, Did you know? I, I mean, being on the air, it's our it is. It is. It is our anniversary for Ranch It Up, which is pretty awesome. And by the way, and I'm gonna throw band. out there for Halloween is, yes, I am known to dress up and take my nephews, but that's another story for another time. Here we go. Sale Barn reports from Washington and Oregon. We talk about a specific breed of cattle, Bronve. You know those green and yellow shoots? Arrowquip Squeeze Shoot is here to visit with us. We hear more about that. Plus, Kirk has the numbers. I have the news brought to us today by Wrangler. Cow Country News. You know, the cow stuff. Our top news story, bovine tuberculosis has been confirmed in a Montana beef herd for the first time in decades. The Montana Department of Livestock confirmed TB in a Blaine County herd following detection of the disease in a cow at slaughter. The infected cow was identified by meat inspectors during a routine inspection at a Minnesota plant. Identification collected from the infected cow at the time of slaughter linked the animal to a Blaine County beef herd and subsequent herd testing revealed additional TB infected animals. The herd has been placed under quarantine. Options for TB-affected herds are limited and include whole herd depopulation or extended quarantine time while the herd is tested repeatedly. Herds subject to the whole herd depopulation are reimbursed by the federal government based upon assessment of the animal's value. Test negative animals from depopulated herds are able to go through slaughter channels. International news. U.S. beef demand to China continues to rise. In the latest livestock trade data, August beef exports were up more than 21%, with year-to-date total beef exports also up 21% from 2020. 
Beef exports in the month of August were an all-time record for any month. Beef exports continue to be fueled mostly by the strong growth in the China market, up more than 160% year-over-year in August. Well, what about Japan? Japan remains the largest export market for U.S. beef, but is declining in total and as a share of total beef exports. And that's all I've got today for the news, brought to us by Wrangler. Thanks, Wrangler, the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Our Way Em Up Sailborn Report is brought to us by Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. That's who does all of our swag crew. They do our printing, our embroidery, all of it. Just head to ranchitupgear.com. Order your swag today. It is hashtag Tigger approved. Hey, by request, which by the way, if there are sale barns or an area that you would like us to cover specifically, fire us an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Text or call 707-RANCH20. Heading to the Pacific Northwest, Washington State, top finish livestock auction on the feeder steers, four to five weights from $1.43 to $1.49. Five to six weight steers at $1.41.5 to $1.42. Six to seven weight steers at $1.33 to $1.39. On the heifer side at Toppenish, four to five weights at $1.43. Five to six weights at $1.34.5 to $1.35. And then six to seven weight heifers at $1.30.5 to $1.31. And on the way up bulls, they're going to column the range of 77 up to 81. And staying in the Pacific Northwest, by request, Central Oregon Livestock Auction on the feeder steers. Three to four weights, $1.67 to $1.79. Four to five weights at $1.56 to $1.66. Five to six weights at $1.50 to $1.57 and a half. Six to seven weight steers at $1.41 to $1.49 and a half. Seven to eight weights at $1.42 to $1.48. On to the heifers, three to four mates. The heifer mates, $1.45 to $1.57. Four to five weight heifers, again, Central Oregon Livestock, Pacific Northwest. Four to five weight heifers, $1.40 to $1.49. Five to six weight heifers, $1.28 to $1.39. Six to seven weights at $1.28 to $1.38. Seven to eight weights at $1.30 to $1.38.5. And, and then eight to nine weights at $1.10 to $1.29. On your way up cows, the medium yielding cows from 48 all the way up to the high yielding cows at 63 and a half. On the way up bulls, the medium yielding bulls at 65 all the way up to the high yielding bulls at 72. Coming up next week in our Weigh Em Up Sale Barn Report, we head to California and to Harriet, South Dakota, home of Harriet Livestock. By request, by the way, if you have a sale barn, a region you would like us to investigate, go a little bit deeper in the weeds, as we say. Fire me an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Send me a social media message, and you can text me 24-7 at 707-RANCH20. That's 707-726-2420. That's on next week's show. As far as coming up after the break, we talk about a very specific breed of cattle that we have not featured yet on the Ranch It Up show, and we go shoot side. Stick around. We've got more of Ranch It Up. It's coming up right after this. For commercial cow-calf producers, crossbreeding with Galvi and Balancer is the smart, reliable, and profitable choice. Galvi and Balancer females offer maternal superiority through increased fertility, greater longevity, and more pounds of calf weaned per cow exposed. In the feed yard, Balancer cattle can offer increased performance, improve feed efficiency, and have excellent carcass merit. Balancers add the pounds, make the grade, and deliver the value. 
Gelvian Balancer, the smart, reliable, and profitable choice. It's that time of year. You know, all of your work, struggles, and hopes, and the long nights calving, battling flies, droughts, fires, floods, it all comes down to this. It's time to wean calves and ultimately get paid, but we are not there yet. Set those calves up for success with Pharmatan from Imogene Ingredients. We've talked about Pharmatan battling scours here on the show many times, but first, let's talk about how Pharmatan helps prevent coccidiosis and it gets those calves over the stress of weaning time. I've had Paul 1 and Paul 2 with Pharmatan on the show many times. Should sound familiar. Guys, this is Paul Mitchell here. Look, it's super easy. Ask your feed rep to mix Pharmatan in your tubs, add it to your loose mineral, mix in mineral blocks, even add it to pellets. It's all natural, it's easy, and it works. Exactly right. It works. Call 515-745-1639. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. Today's Cattle Battle is brought to us by the American Gelvie Association. Crossbreeding is easy with Gelvie, the continental breed of choice. Performance, productivity, and profitability, that's Gelvie cattle, so make plans today to add Gelvie and Gelvie-influenced genetics to your program. You know we're talking cattle. We talk the gear. Here we go. Beck, are you there? Oh, I'm supposed to wake up now? I have a quiz question for you. Oh, let's hear it. Okay, remember when we did... The, you and I voiced that commercial for Gelvi, and I said, Gelvi is German for yellow cow, right? Yes, okay. I do. I, this is going to be a tough one for you, but what name of a breed of cattle is German for brown cow? Oh, I I, I really I don't know. Ronve. Really? Ronve. When, remember when we were talking with some folks in... Uh, in, yes. in Tennessee about okay the Bronve yes. Breed Association in the United States which is the Bronve Association of America by the way it was organized and incorporated in 1984 the original Swiss Bronve cattle were imported directly from Switzerland in 1983 so they haven't been here all that darn long and uh, since then a significant exchange of breeding stock has taken place between America and Canadian breeders, how many times it is. Now, we had the chance to visit with Bronvay breeder Eddie Ziegenbein from Stillwater Farms about his cattle, a bit of the of the why and, and how they fit. The Bronvay are the oldest purebred beef cow in the, in the world. They date back to 900 B.C. They were imported into the United States of America in the mid-'80s, uh, the Golden Link Ranch. So what was the reason that Bronvay cattle came in the 1980s? Uh, Harlan went over there from Golden Link Ranch to uh, actually look at Simmental cattle, and the Bromby caught his eye. He came back, thought about it, he went back, and he had uh, Bromby imported in the United States, and it's just kind of whirlwind from there. You're in the Bromby business. I have seen Bromby cattle as far north as the Dakotas. I've seen them in Nebraska. Um, I do remember the first time that I saw Bromby cattle is uh, at the National Western Stock Show. I remember that, that there was maybe some some cattle on display. So let's talk about uh, commercial acceptability and applications of the cattle. Is it on the female side, more of the terminal side? Where where are you trying to go, Eddie, with your outfit? Who are you trying to push to? We use a lot of bulls on the commercial side. We got a lot of bull customers. They come in. Once they buy a bull, they always come back and buy more. And on the, on the mother side, the mother will outproduce herself. 
I mean, Brown v. Mom, that's what she does. Now, I have seen them in different colors. You know where I'm going to go with this. We have to talk about it. I've seen the cattle in black. I've seen them gray. I've seen them kind of brown. And I'm, I'm saying this with all due respect now, Eddie, but some people are going to say, when they're talking to you about maybe buying bulls and saying they don't want to have their calf crop that is a number of different colors they want it to be all uniform so if they want all grays they want a hundred percent grays talk to me uh, we actually specialize in the homozygous pole homozygous black brown uh-huh so that's kind of on the on both ends of the spectrum you solves that problem right there yes sir um, we're seeing a lot more people wanting the traditional collar cows now um, they're they're really hot. I mean, you just can't hardly keep a hold of them. So so when you say the traditional colored cows, you're talking about the the, the gray brown roan kind of cow. Yes, sir. Thank you, Eddie Ziegenbein with Stillwater Farms. For more information about the cattle or to contact a Bromvay breeder near you, you can head to Bromvay. That's B R A U N V i e h dot org for additional information they got a new website i was kind of snooping around it's pretty darn cool and you know what i want to throw this in here and tigger i don't what? think you even know this i've actually what i know i thought we, i knew everything <laughs> yeah. a few years back i took my mom over to switzerland and germany right around those borders there and actually visited a couple of Bronve farms i didn't know that yeah there you go and here you thought you oh, knew everything okay we're gonna have to talk more about i have I had no idea. She's kind of throwing me for a loop. Okay, now we're going to go shoot side. Uh-oh, here's my question for everybody. Who runs the squeeze shoot at your place? Who runs the hydro? Is it the foreman? Is it the ramrod? Is it the owner? Uh, who's ever quickest on the trigger, I say a lot of times. Oh. Or maybe it's the most unlucky because oh, you got to be fast. That's that's for sure. You don't want to be the one that let one through or exactly, one, let one by. Exactly. So today we're talking about AeroQuip equipment. AeroQuip, that's the green and the yellow shoot. You've probably seen it on your Facebook feeds. It has come up a few times. And uh, so, Beck, you and I had the chance to talk with Travis McConkie. Travis is with Egg Central out of Athens, Tennessee. And we're talking, of course, our focus is on that green and that yellow shoot. These shoots are made and built in Canada. They're designed mainly for their features of quietness more than anything. They like to stress on quietness. The feasibility of their operations of the doors, the, the functionality of the shoot, ambidextrous, you could say, everything works. Both sides. Both sides. Parallel squeeze, of course. Um, they make hydraulic units. They make manual units. Uh, they make um, units that's portable. It has the sweep tub alley built on them as a, a whole unit. Uh, they got wheel kits for most all their shoots, vet cages, uh, collapsible alleys, uh, different. They've got a, a ton of different features. Kind of a pretty much an a la carte, whatever you would want and need, just they got it. They got it. And one thing that I have noticed, and maybe this is a, a little bit of a trend, I don't know, but you know how, how there for a while people were covering up their their shoots they were enclosing everything right remember that remember those days but i've noticed now it seems like we're opening these shoots up and letting these cattle see am i correct with an arrow quip on the newest model of their hydraulic has actually took away the the solid tailgate and put in an open tailgate it matches the front head gate so cattle's seeing straight through when they're coming up they feel like that is a better feature like it's working better than a solid. 
I'd like some people to weigh in on that because I know there's multiple philosophies when it comes to handling cattle if we've got an enclosed chute versus one that they can see out. But I will say this, if those cattle do got a shot that they can see all the way, they can maybe see back to the pen where they came from, honestly, that does make a big difference. It makes a big, big difference. I, I feel like, you know, we've been taught, cover things up, make it dark, great philosophy. I'm with AeroQuip. I think that straight through pattern of I can see I'm going that way is working. I think they're they're noticing that in in their design. Now people wanting some more equi- uh, some more equipment. There we go. Wanting some more equipment. That's the whole purpose of this. Put a plug. People wanting more information about AeroQuip. Yes, I'm going to say crew. You've probably been like me on your social media. You're seeing their ads come up all the time. They're, that beautiful that uh, Kelly green color yeah. of their shoots that comes up all the time. But Travis, people wanting some more information. Talk to somebody. Where do they go? They can contact us at Ag Central Co-op um, or contact Arrow, and Arrow will pinpoint a dealer near them. Thank you, Travis McConkey. Appreciate the time. You know, I am kind of laughing at this, looking at you, Tigger, and uh, remembering very well how you get a little bit descriptive when you're running well, the shoot. Okay, <laughs> but it's frustrating. I'm glad you brought – well, maybe I'm not glad you brought this up, but it's frustrating. You know this, too, when cows, they'll, they'll maybe jam up, I'll say, and they maybe put pressure on the head gate, and you can't open it or they're pulling back so darn hard on it. So it just... It gets a little stressful. I get a little We'll put it that way. I get major. (laughs) So one thing about AeroQuip in the squeeze chute, one of their products, of course, is how on their manual chute, the lever that engages or, or, or snares and catches the critters... It actually moves. It slides from the front of the the chute all the way back to the to the tailgate. So kind of an interesting design. And their claim to fame is that it's very easy to use and and it eliminates the working pen woes. Well, there you go. Uh, which you and I haven't even discussed yet, but we'll get into that. So for more information, go to Facebook and you can follow AeroQuip, not Aero Equipment, but AeroQuip, or go to AeroQuip.com. Crew, stick around. We've got the numbers, and it's coming up right after this. Whether it's shipping a potload of calves, hauling cow-calf pairs, or delivering a horse, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services is committed to the humane handling and care of your livestock. Our professional team of transporters have over 30 years' experience and are BQA certified. Check out David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services at roughridecattleservices.com or on Facebook. Thank you for trusting David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services for all your livestock transportation needs. I've received a pile of messages, emails, texts, pretty much any way to get a hold of me asking about our swag line, our Ranch It Up gear. Finally, just head to ranchitupshow.com, click on swag or shop, and check out the full line of Tigger-approved Merck. Long and short sleeve tees. Now, these are the really nice ones, the really soft ones, by the way. We've got hoodies, vests, our signature line of polos, ranchitupshow.com hold tight before i say fairly well i need to answer a question from a listener and quite frankly a question that i can only assume others have had as well todd in georgia asked where can he catch up on older episodes of ranch it up well todd i got news for you each and every one of our episodes is archived at ranchitupshow.com just click on the episode link and it takes us to all of our past shows ranchitupshow.com 
Kirk Donsbach, Stone X Financial Incorporated. Kirk, you're a numbers guy, and you said I did ask you before why you like the numbers. Remind me again why you do like the numbers so darn much. Numbers fall back to a sign. One plus one always equals two. It gives me something to rely on and and base my decisions on that is not emotional, is not the art of the market. Um, the numbers are always what they are. Mathematics don't lie, do they? They may, We may not like them, but they, but they don't lie. Okay, so uh, start out. Let's go through the numbers from last week as a foundation, and then I've got some other questions for you too, if you would please. All right. I'm excited to be here, and we'll jump right into the numbers. So as of Friday, October 8th, November feeders closed at 161. That was up eight bucks, 817 on the week. Uh, that is against the feeder index or the cash price, the average cash price, like we've talked about before, of 153.80. So that's a little bit concerning with al- almost a six dollar spread between features in the index. December live closed 130.175, up almost five dollars on the week, and December corn closed at 5.30, down 12 cents on the week, week over week. Now, we were talking off air, and I was just kind of visiting with you about the newsletter, and you had said, you know, regardless of, of who, who you are and who you may be dealing with, pretty much all investment representatives are looking at the same thing. You're looking at similar charts. You're reading similar information. You're going through that. So if you would describe, and you said last week it was kind of emotional, meaning things were up, but there wasn't something significant in the market that moved at one direction or the other to make it, in your opinion, maybe hold steady that this could be a new pattern moving into a certain cycle. I, I'm I'm trying to use your language there, Kirk. So is that how you would describe last week is just kind of a typical emotions moving the market one way or the other, and those types of movements are ones that we need to be aware of, but not necessarily react to. Am I am I correct in saying that? Yeah, so it, it kind of becomes, to some degree, very abstractly, a, a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Like we're all kind of trained to watch for the same things. We all know feeders are in a very bullish market, at least long term, uh, with the herd liquidation that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all see how far the market had sold off, you know, running down to 152, I think, as a low in the November. Um, so we're all looking for all of the brokers out there are looking for the signals to, to jump back in. Uh, we got a key reversal. You know, that's a signal a lot of us watch or at least pay attention to. And and then it kind of snowballs higher from there and you get the run up, which is very emotional. You know, shorts getting nervous about losing their profits. So they start getting out and long see potential. So they start barreling in and Market runs up and hits orders, which fills more orders, and and it becomes an emotional run higher. Mm-hmm. And those, I'm I'm sorry to interject. And those emotions, <laughs> excuse me, I have fall victim to those at a time or two. I think we all have, whether it's something that we physically react upon or financially with our situation, or if it just be in our mind, we all do the you know woulda, shoulda, coulda sort of thing. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. All of those sayings that we have, but in those times of of when we see those emotional runs, those are probably the best times it's that you can step back and say, you know, good thing we weren't there because there's not the stability per se. There's not enough information per se to strategically use that as part of our marketing decisions that we make going forward. God dang it, Kirk, I sound like I'm a client of yours that has been in your educations <laughs> for about 10 years, by golly. You must be picking up on something with all these chats we've had. But 
No, I'd say uh, to be a successful uh, hedger, if we're talking paper or just in marketing your cattle, it really becomes as much about managing your your emotions as it does about trying to predict the market. And the trick I know, the only one that really works, is to try to remove the time variable as much as you can, i.e. make those decisions out in front when you're not pressured by the immediate decision. You know, if we make those decisions beforehand, it becomes more of a logical mathematical profitability type of discussion where we're in the heat in the moment and i.e we're either Mm -hmm. making three dollars on the day or losing three dollars on the day that shifts very much to a to a greed and fear mindset and now emotions are ruling those decisions when you say time variable i would imagine that's something that we are going to touch on strategically and talk more of that going forward. So Kirk, as always, hey, I appreciate it. People wanting some more information can text 337. I'm sorry, they can text cattle, that is. The word cattle to 33777. Jump in on the newsletter and see the latest and greatest. And that comes out Wednesday, excuse me, Sunday night or Monday morning. And you too can get in on the information. Absolutely. And I encourage everybody to do it. Uh, It's free with no obligation. Beck, are you still there? You've been awfully quiet here for the last few minutes. Not that I'm complaining. (laughs) I'm still here. And now for our famous last words brought to us by David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services. This one goes out to Colette. She is always following us on our journey on Instagram, always liking our posts, making comments. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much, Colette. Good comments, too, by the way. Yes, we greatly appreciate for all that support. And that's going to wrap it for today, crew. A big thank you to everybody who came on the show with us today. Eddie Ziegenbein for Talking Cattle. Travis McConkie for Talking Aeroquip Livestock Equipment. Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. And the boss lady, Beck, for keeping it all in check. A big thanks to our partners, Farmatan, Imogene Ingredients, the American Galvey Association, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Service, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And now, crew, so glad y'all came with us 50 times now as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text me 24-7 at 707-726-2420. That is 707-RANCH20. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.